Welcome to American Indian and Alaska Native Living, a program designed to educate and inspire listeners throughout Indian country. American Indian and Alaska Native Living is hosted by Dr. David DeRose, a board-certified specialist in both internal medicine and preventive medicine. Dr. DeRose has a wide range of experience with Native health issues, and he is here today to help you learn more about your health. Here is Dr. DeRose. Welcome to American Indian and Alaska Native Living. I'm Dr. David DeRose. We're here with another show from the venue of ASI 2021. We're recording in August. We are in Orlando, Florida. And across from me are two guests who, well, are probably no strangers if you are regular listeners to the broadcast. Their names are Tom and Elaine Waters. It's great to have you both with us. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to be back. You guys are doing such great work. I know you're on the, the front lines when it comes to keeping families and marriages healthy. It seems like a bigger need than ever today. At least that's what we're hearing in the aftermath or in the midst of COVID-19. Is this all just a bunch of hype or do we actually have data that families are under siege perhaps as never before? Oh, it's, uh, it's tragically impactive. I mean, uh, our marriage counseling has I'll just say gone through the roof. Whoa. Just uh there was a study that was done just from from May of of twenty nineteen to May of twenty twenty. So that just very early stages of COVID mm-hmm. increase of thirty four percent in the divorce rate on top of the standard what shall we say forty nine percent. Oh wow. And of that thirty four percent, seventy five percent of that number were married one year or less, could not cope with being locked down. Whoa. Now, the longer the marriages had gone on, if mm-hmm. you hit 25 years, a very small percentage of those marriages broke down. But those early marriages, they, they're not used to being together. I mean, what a tragedy. You're married, but <sighs> you're not used to being together. It's like, wow. go to work. We have people saying, he needs to go to work. I can't cope with having this guy with me all day. I mean, we might laugh at that, but it's not funny when it's a reality because most people are used to saying goodbye after, a, you know, an hour in the morning and, and maybe a couple of hours in the evening, but mm-hmm. all day together. So our counseling has just really escalated. Wow. So, Elaine, how about you from your vantage point? You're the co-founders of, of Restoration International, and you're on the, well, often in the same space even as... Tom is, right? That's right. We share the same office at home, so we're very close together. But, yeah, it has been uh, amazing to see the the dysfunction that's becoming heightened. There's a mm. lot of dysfunction in families. But when you add this element of the COVID and the lockdown and all the financial stress and the, mm. the not knowing what's going to happen in the future stress, there's so many things. Children not able to go to school, be out of the home. It's compounding the intensity of the problems. And people are just flying off the handle at each other over minuscule things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, it's not affairs and other things that used to be, you know, the kind of the big marriage breakers. It's just that he doesn't like the way he looked at me or doesn't like the way way he spoke to our child or it's just it's just growing out of control wow i've got specialties in internal medicine and preventive medicine so i'm always thinking prevention i know you guys are of the same mind Mm -hmm. you'd much rather help people have a strong family life strong marriage rather than fixing something after it's broken 
what kind of pointers do we have for people today that can help them with all this craziness going on? Yeah, I think, you know, what really happened is all of us were blindsided, mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm. And what ends up happening is now you've got a, a, a mom and dad at home. And dad's not used to being home, but he sees things happening with the children. He sort of naturally injects himself into it, and mom's going, what are you doing? Mm. Okay, you're, you're being too harsh. I mean, the... Give them a break. And then pretty soon, every level of normal daily life is coming into conflict. You know, how, how come the meals aren't ready? It's mm. like, you know, I, I, I'm at the office. I, I'm i used to eating, you know, at <laughs> 12 o'clock, whatever, uh-huh. and it's not there. And so everything is just there's a heightened sense of conflict. And the sad thing is, is that many of these couples where it breaks down is because they haven't been used to real processing of their communication mm. you know they haven't had to face things in real life day to day now they're facing them they're not prepared they don't have the tools for it and as a result we end up getting a lot more calls which actually we thank god for that mm. okay because not that we have it all together but this covid thing for us was a blessing okay mm. uh, we said to many people in the last 30 plus years of ministry we have never been home <laughs> together this long in 30 years. Mm-hmm. And for us, we loved it. Uh-huh. And so being able to pass on to other people why we love it mm-hmm. and how they can love it instead of hating each other. Because we had one couple, they said, we hate each other. Wow. We feel like killing each other. And they weren't laughing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, to us. This is the stuff that gets us up in the morning because God can make a difference in, in this. So give us some pointers, Elena. Now, folks that are listening, you know, some of them, are, they're hearing, you know, God making a difference. They're right on the same page with you, Tom. Other folks are saying, you know, this God stuff doesn't resonate with me, but they need help, too. That's right. Uh, whether they're talking about a creator or a great spirit or whether uh, someone's tuning in, they don't have any native background or Christian background or religious background, but they just like, you know, the content, health content. They're saying, well, have you got anything for us or, you know, is this something where I got to show up in your church to get help? I would say the first thing that is very important to remember is that you have love for that person. Mm. I have love for this man that I call my husband. Mm. He has love for me. There's a basic element of love that is still there that is being hammered on or buried by other things and circumstances around us. So if you go back to the beginning, there's something about that person that you married that you respected and loved and wanted to have to be a part of your life. Mm -hmm. You have to go back to the beginning and bring those thoughts forward so that you, when you look at that person in the tension of of the moment, that you still see that that's somebody that you love and value. Mm-hmm. I'd like to add to that because our marriage really had some serious problems the first two years. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, people that, that know us know that story. But one of the things that really made a difference for us, and for us it was a God thing, but it was mm-hmm. we are not enemies. We are allies mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. that's why we got married. We are allies together against another enemy. It is not you. Mm-hmm. You feel like my enemy sometimes. You're pointing to your wife. <laughs> I am. Can't, can't hear that. Okay. Can you? Yeah. <laughs> so 
and my my wife, you know, that was a revelation to us. We mm. are allies. We need to pull together here. Go back to the basics, as my wife said. Go back to what brought us together, and then start processing what's pushing us apart. Mm-hmm. Because we are allies against the common foe. We are not enemies. And and I know that sounds stark, but that has helped so many couples over the years. Well, that's great. I think that's very practical advice. I know we're anxious to hear some stories, and I know you know we don't want to hear any real names or you, know, you change some of the details, but because uh, a lot of folks are hurting, and uh, you're getting all kinds of calls. What kind of things, you know, some practical stories and things that have actually helped people to make some changes? What I was going to say is that that's a start. That's a basic start, right? Mm-hmm. And that's so important because we need to have that in our mind because we have so many filters. And so this now becomes a new filter. So some of those stories that would include that and communication reset. We had a couple that called us, well, many couples have called us, but this one particular one, and they were just, they were just having arguments about everything. Mm. They couldn't hardly stand in to be in the same room. Everything they said, we we disagree on everything. Mm. So we picked that word, everything, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because we want people to come back to reality. Right. And I said, well, the fact that you both agree that your marriage is a mess, now you have agreement on something. (laughs) Okay. And it was interesting during that entire hour phone call that almost everything they agreed on, they weren't really that far apart, but because they had this perception that we disagree about everything, that that became their belief. Hmm. And they were amazed at the end of the phone call that they actually agreed upon many things, basic things for the children basic structure in the home and they they came away from that call like hey this is this is encouraging because we we just think we disagree and they weren't really arguing with each other they weren't volatile they were professional people Mm. uh highly educated Mm -hmm. so they weren't into the the you know this arguing and fighting you know harshly but they just had this this filter that colored their entire marriage Hmm. and we were beginning to remove that filter and help them to see that they could come together Mm -hmm. tremendous tremendous yeah the filters are are a a big piece of this in every marriage including you know tom and elaine okay Mm -hmm. and recognizing those filters can make a huge difference okay there are some people where their communication is so broken that as soon as a certain tone of voice starts to come forward, they know exactly what that person is going to say. Hmm. But it's not always true. Uh-huh. But the tone of voice is the filter. And that filter is that when you have that tone of voice, it's always negative towards me. Hmm. Okay? So when I hear that tone of voice, I know everything you're going to say is negative about me. It's my fault. It's my problem. If I would do this better, if I would stop doing this, and it's amazing. We've had so many. I mean, we've just talked to hundreds of couples, Mm -hmm. and there's so many repeat kinds of things that they literally cannot tell you what the person said because Mm. the filter said it's all negative about me. 
and they tune them out. Hmm. Okay? And it may not have been all negative at all. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Hmm. Okay? Because this is where people, this is why we do what we call a reset, a communication reset. I said most people know what it means. If everything goes wrong, if, if you have to, you can go back to default setting. You, okay. can, go, you can do a reset. Uh-huh. And I said, we've said this to many couples through this whole COVID thing. You guys need a communication reset. This has become so toxic that you can't even look at each other. You can't even talk and have a normal conversation because you have got so many toxic filters in your head that as soon as one of you starts to speak or gets a certain expression on the face, you shut down and all communication thereafter Mm. is dysfunctional. Well, folks can be listening in, Tom, and they can be saying, okay, I mean, I, I need this. I need the reset, but, I mean, how do you do it? Well, we'll talk about it. Okay. So the communication reset is really, and I use the example of, you know, if you've got to have your iPhone. I mean, you hate to do it. You might lose some stuff, but you have to do a reset. And when you okay, do it, you, serious. you start over, okay? And starting over means, and for us, okay, so we're going back to the God thing for uh-huh, us, uh-huh. okay? For us, that means, and this is what we tell people when you get off this phone call, if you're really serious about why you called us, because we didn't call you, you called us. Mm-hmm. If you're really serious about this, you got to give it the priority, at least you do to everything else that's important in your life, mm. at least. So when you get off this phone call, the first thing you do, maybe you got to take care of your children, but the first thing you do when you have a spare moment is that you, you come together, you sit down together, and you say, I'm willing to do this. One of you needs to be willing to say, I'm willing to do the communication reset. I'm willing from this moment forward to believe that what you say is what you mean to restart our communication. And when that happens, we're at the beginning. So I think we need to continue in the next segment. We do. We do. You're picking up on the cues. We are going to step away just briefly. If you're trying to track down Tom and Elaine Waters, we want to give you that contact information. We're not going to do it right now. We'll do it at the top of the next segment. But we are giving you some practical things that can help in your marriage, your family. And whether it's grandkid problems, whether it's nieces, nephews, others than your extended family that you're dealing with, a lot of practical information coming up. You don't want to miss our next segment on American Indian and Alaska Native Living. We're back with you right after this. Today's broadcast has been pre-recorded. However, if you have questions about today's show or would like further information, please reach out to us on the web at A-I-A-N-L dot O-R-G. That stands for American Indian Alaska Native Living. Again, A-I-A-N-L dot org. Or you can call us at 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. We'll be right back after this. We are strong. We are resilient. And we will get through this together. But these are stressful times. And it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid. But there is hope. Reach out to someone. Connect with your friends. Stay in touch with your community. And know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. 
When Jim died, I wondered if I would be able to keep the farm. Then I heard about the USDA's loan program for socially disadvantaged farmers and ranchers. It's for women and minorities who may be having trouble getting credit. Once I was approved, the USDA's Farm Service Agency helped me get the credit I needed. Now I don't have to sell, and I can pass the farm down to my kids the way Jim's dad passed it down to him. I know he'd like that. Contact your local USDA Service Center or visit www.fsa.usda.gov. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian and Alaskan Native Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. Welcome back to today's edition of the show. Dr. David DeRose with Tom and Elaine Waters. They're the co-founders of a ministry called Restoration International they are based in Arizona, but doing things all over the country, all over the world. And right now in Orlando, Florida, sitting across from me in our virtual booth, we're talking about a concept called communication reset. We've been talking about a lot of the challenges that families, that couples especially, are facing these days. And uh, some people just need this communication reset. Uh, just full disclosure to my listeners, my wife is sitting in on the studio. She has not been elbowing me. Uh, so, so far this is looking like a good sign in our relationship, but we'll find out if, if she tells me we need a communication reset after the show. But uh, what all does it look like, Tom? We know we need it, and you're talking about making a priority, people communicating to one another that we're committed to this. Where do you go from there? Yeah, so really, if even one person in the marriage is willing, we've mm-hmm. seen it dramatically affect the marriage. If both people are committed, because both people, we're on the call with both people. Okay. Obviously, we're going through what their particular dysfunction is, where their communication is breaking down. And when we suggest the, the reset, if at the end of that phone call, they are both willing to commit to that. And that looks like this. That means that from this time forward, and we actually ask them if they'll just pray together and make a commitment to each other and to the Lord for this reset. And from that moment forward, whether it's one or both of them, the one that's willing to commit or if both are willing mm-hmm. to commit, they say to each other, they commit to each other from this day forward. So we know we say that in some marriage vows. Okay. From this day forward, we're not going to keep letting the filters affect what we think of each other, what you're saying to me, what I'm saying to you. But at this point, we are going to listen with a desire to understand because we've dealt with couples who has gotten so bad 
that for over a year, they cannot tell you what the other person really said. Hmm. They can only tell you what the message is that I got. Okay. Okay. Through the filters. Fair enough. And so I, if I put this in, in my context with my wife, I would say to her, honey, you know, I'm really sorry for the way I've held you in a box because when you get a certain tone of voice, I just shut down. I don't listen to what you're saying because I know that you've already made up your mind about what you think about me and what I'm doing wrong. In this reset, I'm going to say I'm going to listen to you. Okay. And I'm going to listen to you to understand what you're saying to me because it's probably different than what I've been hearing through my filters. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's the commitment. Now, Elaine, Tom has been using this phrase filters, and I think some people listening, they immediately resonate with that. Other people are listening. They're saying, you know, I don't know that I have any filters. Um, I don't know what he's talking about. Can you maybe express it a little differently to get through to someone who may not uh, kind of identify with that metaphor? Sure. We have preconceived ideas. Mm. Like Tom was talking about when people, when he speaks a certain voice, for him it's a certain look he gets on his face. If I see that, I automatically have a, a thought that this is okay. not going to go well. Or if the look is different, I have the thought, this is <laughs> okay, going to be a great day. <laughs> so there are things that we have that, that we always default to okay. in our thinking about that other person. And pre-marriage, the filters aren't very many. The filters mm. are really good because we're in love. Mm-hmm. But after marriage with the pressures of life, the negative filters start to be, and they get layered. And there's sometimes filter on top of filter. And pretty soon, if you take a glass and you keep putting filters in it, Hmm. you can't see through it. And that's what makes the relationship toxic. And they can be filters of attitudes. They can be filters of words. They can be filters of opinions about the other. I mean, sometimes it's just a difference of opinion. But couples fight over it. Hmm. And we're telling couples, you don't have to see life the same to live together in love and happiness. Mm -hmm. It's good that we see life differently and then we expand the vision of life because we share. And and I see it from his side. So when he's talking about hearing, really listening to the other person, hearing what they have to say, if the filters are thick, we may have to clarify instead of going to default, oh, I know what you're going to say, or just tune out Mm -hmm. or get angry. I would say something like, honey, what I'm hearing right now, I'm not tracking with. I'm mm. not understanding you because this is what it sounds like to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to make sure if that's the case, right? I want to make sure I'm understanding you. And he'll say, oh, yeah, you, th- that's not at all what I was trying to say. Mm. Try me again. Because we fall apart right at the beginning of the communication instead of clarifying and understanding before we draw a conclusion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This was revolutionary to our marriage. So this is, we, we speak about this with passion because, and, we, and we've continued to practice this in our marriage. Mm-hmm. When I made the commitment to God first, she didn't know anything mm-hmm. about it, but our communication was really bad. In so our, you picked up on this. Okay, so we, this, was, this reset, we understand this uh-huh. wholeheartedly from our own experience. Okay. When I made the switch and I made this commitment to the Lord that I'm going to listen to understand not listen just to respond. Okay, mm. I'm a debater. I used to be. Okay. I used to be a guy who could, you know, my mind was, I could debate you on anything that was meaningful to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And part of that is I became very good at being able to tell where people were going within the first few words of their sentence. Mm. Okay? 
not to interrupt, but I already was formulating. I know where this is going. Okay. And boom, I was on it. Okay? Uh-huh. A lot of people are like this and don't even realize it in their marriages, not in any other part of their life. I think I know what my wife's going to say. And I used to say things like this. Stop. You don't even have to say another word. Mm. I know exactly what you're going to say. Uh. I was about 50% right. <laughs> okay? But that's 50% too low okay yeah yeah yeah. so when i made the commitment that i'm going to listen to understand it was actually difficult for me because now my focus went from i heard enough of what you said to respond to i need to hear everything you say and understand your heart and then i will respond and that began to revolutionize our communication i mean incredibly okay Mm. If people would do this one thing in the communication reset, or even if they don't want to call it a reset, Mm -hmm. is to listen for one reason. That is to understand your spouse. And when you have understood her or him to the point where they can say, that's exactly what I meant, Mm. then it's your chance to respond. Before then, keep the mouth shut and keep the mind open. Okay, okay. If people, if this is all people got on this little interview today, it would change their communication. So, Elaine, do you think this is right on from a woman's perspective? Oh, absolutely, because I was trying to help him to understand what I was trying to say, right? <laughs> I kept talking. It's like I kept getting cut off or uh-huh. whatever. But definitely, every if there's a part of human nature, and it's very prevalent in women. We want to feel like we're heard and understood. And I said to him, I don't care if you agree with me. I just want to know that you understand what I'm saying. Hmm before you make a verdict on it, right? Mm -hmm. Before you either rule it out or rule it in, I want to know that you understood. And I think this is inherent in all of us. When we feel understood, we feel loved. Mm. Without the understanding, we do not feel loved. It takes the pressure off of communication too. And we could spend our whole time talking about this right here. Uh It would change because when I feel like we're tuned into each other, there is no pressure in the communication at all. Hmm. It is beautiful. When there's when there's conflict or when there's pressure, when there's stress in the communication, the difference now is, and this is another subject that I hope we can talk about if we have time, and that is what it means to process our communication. Hmm. If we don't understand each other or if we start to feel tension rising, quite often because of you know, we're really in love and we do a lot of this with other people. What happens is we'll say, I'll say or she'll say to me, honey, can we process this right now? Hmm. Real time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we'll often just stop rather than, you know, what we tell a lot of people we counsel is, you know, you need to be able to go back to this conflict that we just talked about. And you need to look at where it starts to break down and why. Who's, how are we each contributing to this? And that's the processing part of it. So. Yeah, we do this in real time. Now, you guys not only are, of course, married and sustaining a healthy relationship yourselves, but you've been alluding to the fact that you help lots of people. You oh, do yeah. personal counseling as a team, I'm gathering, right? Absolutely. Over the phone and in person. Yes. Yeah, I think the uniqueness about our counseling is that with couples, we do it as a couple because that men and women are so different in how they think, and especially on the emotional level. Mm-hmm. We all have the same emotions, but they're stronger in male in some areas and stronger in female in some areas. So it brings a balance in. As we hear the people talking, 
you know, I can I can identify more with the woman's perspective. He can identify more with the man's perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before we step away. I had promised our listeners, I think, a little bit earlier in this segment that we'd give out some contact information for you guys. So how does someone get a hold, learn about the kind of work that you do, and maybe even connect with you? Well, our website is rionline.org. Okay, so RI for Restoration International, rionline.org. That's it. And how about if someone's listening and they don't have Internet access? They're out in the middle of nowhere. Well, so does that mean they don't have email? Yeah, no email, but they maybe could get a phone call. Yeah, so they could call our office at 928-821-6315. Okay, I got 928-821-6315. That's it. You're going to hear more from Tom and Elaine Waters if you stay by. If you leave, it's going to be your own loss. I'm Dr. DeRose. We'll be back with the second half of the show shortly. Stay tuned. Coming back right after this. American Indian and Alaska Native Living will continue in a moment. If you have questions or comments about today's pre-recorded broadcast, please contact us on the web at AIANL.org or call 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. A message from the National Police Association. It used to be that any able-bodied person would offer to assist a police officer in danger. Now, passers-by are more likely to take a video. There's a better use for your phone when an officer's in trouble. Call 911. Tell the operator where you are and what you see. Then, start your video to provide evidence later. To learn more about how you can assist law enforcement, visit nationalpolice.org. That's nationalpolice.org. Unlike other health concerns, mental illness is not always easy to see. Depression won't show up on an eye chart, and you can't measure it on your bathroom scale. Sorting out a mental health concern is not something to attempt on your own. You won't find a bipolar disorder by looking at a thermometer. Like many other health conditions, help for mental illness takes professional diagnosis and treatment. Anxiety won't just go away under a stick-on bandage. So the sooner you seek treatment, the better. If you or a loved one has a mental health concern, don't go it alone. Find out what to do. For 24-hour free and confidential information and treatment referral, call 1-800-662-HELP. Learn more at samhsa.gov support. That's samhsa.gov support. Using meth taught me everything about freedom, only not like you think. It taught me how easy it is to lose your freedom. If you think meth is taking control of you, ask for help. You have the power to be truly free. I know. I'm Jan, and I'm free from meth. If you or someone you know is struggling with meth, call 1-800-662-HELP for 24-hour free and confidential treatment referral. Learn more at samhsa.gov meth. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian and Alaskan Native Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. 
Welcome back to the second half of today's edition of the broadcast. Dr. David DeRose with Tom and Elaine Waters in our virtual studio. We are sitting in the exhibit hall of the Rosen Shingle Creek Resort, if that means anything to you. It is in Orlando, Florida. And we've been talking about, wow, the challenges that families are facing today in America and beyond. Tom and Elaine, for folks who don't know you, they haven't heard you on previous shows, they haven't listened to your own podcasts, uh, we're trying to give them some exposure to what you do. It's obvious, I think, to most of our listeners that your focus is on biblical counseling, marriage and family counseling, and education. But the principles that you're sharing, I would say, from my vantage point, transcend any spiritual discipline, religious uh, perspective, and that's what I appreciate about what you guys do, and that's why I'm always glad to have you on the show. And I know the other thing is, unlike other people that may want to talk about marriage and family, I know my wife loves you guys, so I'll never get any flack for having you as guests on the show. So this is all really good. Having said all that, tell us a little bit more about what you do, because um, some folks might be saying, boy, I could use some counseling. These folks sound like they know what they're talking about. Well, we do have on the website, rionline.org, there is a, an icon that's entitled Counseling. And if somebody's interested in connecting with us, they would go on that website, click on that icon, and it takes them into a form that they begin to fill out to some general questions. What do you want counseling for? Because we do counseling, parenting counseling, individual counseling, couple counseling. And then when they start to fill that out, our office manager contacts them with a longer questionnaire that we want everyone to fill out who's wanting the counseling Mm -hmm. especially for couples this is important because he fills it out he sends the same questions in from his vantage point the wife fills it out she sends it in then there's then we get them Hmm. And then they're scheduled with an appointment. When we get those, we read them side by side. And we can pick out the issues, where the communication breakdown is, Hmm. where it started. Because for some couples, he may say, oh, it started three years ago. And on hers, and she said, this has been our whole marriage. So, and they've been married 15 years. So already we have a disconnect, right? Mm -hmm. Things that have never been worked through that is building in her mind for Mm -hmm. all. She views her marriage and he just sees it as a problem the last two or three years. So those uh, forms are very, those questionnaires are very important to us. It helps us to, to uh, get a lot of the backdrop so that we can come in and make the most of that hour's time and counseling. So we're not having to hear the whole story from the beginning, mm. but we can pick up things and by the end of that hour, give them some practical direction for their specific needs. Well, wow, that's great. And is this a pretty costly service for people? Well... <laughs> We don't charge a fee for the service. This is, you know, part of how we live. Uh-huh. Okay. So if people uh, have gained some benefit, if they want to donate, there's another place on the website where okay. they can donate and express appreciation through some, you know, financial support. And you guys, you're not starving yet. Is that right? So, yeah, the Lord has been good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that's tremendous. So people don't have to feel like, you know, this is a real costly service. I can't afford it. You know, Absolutely. These are high-end uh, people. And we don't change our counseling if they can't pay a penny. Okay. Well, that's reassuring. <laughs> 
What else, Elaine, is on your mind? Well, about I just, this? just our hearts, because we know where we've come from, the journey mm. we've had, mm-hmm. and we know what it's like to find victory over that, mm. and we know what it's like to live in love and happiness and harmony in the marriage, mm-hmm. and that's our desire. So we put ourselves out there because we want other people to have that opportunity. Maybe they've come from different background or circumstances. Maybe they've never even had hope. Mm. And we want to give people hope. And God's love is so unconditional, right? Mm. And there's no cost to us. So that's why we put it out there. Again, like my husband said, we do appreciate because this is how we live. Sure. But no one's excluded. Uh huh. That's tremendous. Now, something running through my mind. You know, we talked about all these marriages breaking up. And I know some people find themselves right now in a marriage that may not be legally terminated, maybe they're separated, maybe uh, maybe they have gotten a formal divorce, but there may still be some thoughts, well, maybe that was a mistake, maybe we pulled the plug too soon. I mean, is there hope for those people? I mean, are they people, too, that you'd welcome to reach out to you? Absolutely. Uh, while there's life, there's hope. <laughs> okay. Okay. If they're well, still breathing, they can reach out. <laughs> okay. Elaine. It's interesting that you ask that because we've actually had a couple of couples contact us that are that are legally divorced and thinking about putting it back together. And, you know, they think, well, maybe we should because, you know, we've had children together mm-hmm. or this or that. We have seen couples come back together and have a healthy remarriage and reestablish that family. Mm. And we've also seen in our counseling that sometimes those marriages shouldn't come back together. Okay, okay. And the reason they're wanting to be back together is because there's a codependent relationship, mm. but it's an unhealthy one. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the motivation is not for the right reason. Okay. So, you know, when they've reached the point of divorce, we like I said, we've helped them to say, okay, we're going to put this back together and start again. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Or we're going to help them to see you're, you're not going to be any different than you were before because nothing's really changed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. So uh, this isn't a panacea. Uh, some people made some pretty bad decisions. There's so much uh, water under the bridge that, you know, mm-hmm. this is this is not going to go anywhere in the future. And uh, for the safety of one party or the other, usually both, right? Yes. It's not going to be a good thing. You mentioned something, uh, Tom, earlier in the show processing our communication and i'm kind of scratching my head as to what that is probably a lot of my listeners are too what did you mean by that yeah this is another focal point of real change and that is it's it's great that we can start listening now because that's what we talked about in the reset it's great to be able to start listening Mm -hmm. with a desire to understand because when that happens the communication naturally gets better but the next step and it's a very important one is that we learn how to process our communication in real time. So when we come to something, so let's say we're really hearing each other and Mm -hmm. that's the ideal. We're really understanding each other, but we're really not agreeing with each other. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. we're not fighting. We're not screaming, Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. That's good. But now we need to process why. Hmm. Why do we come to these conclusions? We love each other. We've been married, you know, well, we've been married 41 years. So why are we coming to this different conclusion here? What's, what's breaking down? And instead of it turning into a fight, which is usually where most people lose it, mm-hmm. because now we disagree and we're going to fight over it, and I'm going to blame you, and you're going to blame me, and then we'll just, if we're smart, we'll just get quiet, we'll go away, and then it'll wear off, and we'll come back together. No, we want to process that. Mm-hmm. And so we need to talk about 
what's happening, what's driving me to be so firmly embedded in this is the way I think we need to handle our finances, mm. for example. Because finances is the number two reason people break down in their marriages and get divorced. So I just use that as an example. Okay. So that processing means that we are having a meaningful understanding conversation, which in some couples' cases has never happened in their marriage ever. Now, that is hard to believe. Yes, it is hard to believe. But for some people, they communicate well as long as they communicate well. They communicate well as long as they agree. But when they disagree, they've never been able to deal with conflict. Hmm. So they've never been able to come to a compromise? or No, we know families, that couples that have have about, well, we had three things in our marriage that we couldn't communicate about. You know, in, in that two years that we really had issues, there's nothing we can't communicate about now. But we know families that there's many, multiple things they can't mm-hmm. communicate. And the reason they look happy at church or whatever is because they don't talk about that. They avoid it. They ignore it. But it's not functional. Okay? Mm-hmm. So processing is being willing to sit down with the communication reset, which means I'm going to hear your heart. I'm going to listen to what your side is. And then we're going to talk about it, process it. And when that happens... It begins, it's the second part of revolutionizing the marriage because Mm -hmm. now we actually quit just going to what my perspective is that fights with your perspective. We go to a deeper perspective. And for Mm -hmm. us, it's the word of God. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's the principles of God's word that resolve the conflict. But we don't end up fighting over it and then not being able to talk about it. We end up processing it. And at the end of the day, it isn't my way or her way. It's what's best for our way together. Now, I made a point earlier in this segment that, you know, we talk when I talk with people who talk about Christian counseling or Christian marriage counseling, when I meet people who I feel are on track and understand what I would say a biblical worldview, I see the themes that they're talking about. They are cross-cultural. They cut across spiritual lines. So, Elaine, give us an example of what you would define as a biblical principle that underscores healthy relationships. But at the same time, someone, even if they're an atheist, would say, well, yeah, I mean, this makes sense. This would be, you know, something wise to do as far as treating someone else. Can you give us an example of that? The first one that comes to mind is uh, be swift to hear and slow to speak. <laughs> okay. That's okay. a biblical principle. James 119. And, uh, you know, this is what we've been talking about here. Mm-hmm. Listening to understand, that's swift to hear, Mm -hmm. and slow to speak. In other words, that slow to speech is what's happening in my mind because I'm so intent on understanding that I'm not formulating my response. Mm. I'm going to speak after I hear what's said. Mm -hmm. I'm going to process that, and then I'm going to speak. And so swift to hear, slow to speak. And the rest of that verse says slow to wrath. Slow to wrath or slow to anger. Slow to anger. So if we put the first two elements and they're operative, the anger or the the dysfunction or the arguing is is minimized greatly. Wow. wow. Now you guys not only do these kind of individualized services. I mean, at least before COVID, you were doing a lot of uh, group experiences. Uh, tell us a little bit about where things are at as far as uh, events and what the future looks like, as best you can tell. Yeah, so we, we do, since we're talking about marriage, mm-hmm. specifically communication and, and that, we have an unbroken uh, marriage retreat. So that's a group event. 
it's limited at present to 20 couples. Mm-hmm. We've done big ones, you know, where there's 60 or 70 couples there. But it's fine, but we can't connect with everybody. Mm-hmm. In the 20 couples, we can connect with every couple on a somewhat intimate basis okay. during the weekend. Okay, so this is a weekend event. And you travel doing this? You do it in Arizona? How does that work? We do it at Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. That's our venue in Tennessee, okay. Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Uh-huh. And that's where we do it every February. It's the weekend before Valentine's. Hmm. And that has been, it's been such a beautiful experience. Not just for the people that come and participate, but for us uh-huh. giving that we participate in every activity. For example, at the end of each of, of our sessions together, we do a processing time. This is how we give people real-time opportunities hmm. that we can continue with our next uh, segment. Okay, okay. So it's obvious you guys do your own podcast, too. Yes. You, you know these cues, how they work. Give us that information before we step away for this break. Okay, so the, the podcast, they can go to rionline.org, okay. to the website. They can listen to it there. Or if they've got, you know, if they've got an iPhone, they can go to the Apple Podcast, or mm-hmm. you know, they can go to, to the, the other Android. Platforms. Yeah, go okay. to the platform. So it's unbroken. Okay, unbroken. Hashtag unbroken, and uh, go to rirestorationinternationalonline.org. We're going to step away. One last segment with Tom and Elaine Waters. Maybe the very thing that you most needed is in that last segment. Don't miss it. We'll be right back. Today's broadcast has been pre-recorded. However, if you have questions about today's show or would like further information, please call 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. We'll be right back after this. If a natural disaster comes knocking, how prepared is your family? You can't just close the door on earthquakes, floods, or hurricanes and hope they go away. That's why it's important to make a plan now. Ready.gov slash plan has the tools and tips you need to prepare your family for an emergency. So if disaster shows up at your doorstep, you'll be ready. Visit ready.gov slash plan and make a plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. I'm just texting him back. I'm just posting a story. I'm just changing the song. I'm just... No. When it comes to distracted driving, just don't. Sending a text takes your eyes off the road for just five seconds, but in that time, your car can travel the length of an entire football field. Any distracted driving just isn't worth it. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. What is a number story? My number story started with fear and a lack of support, and it has led me to be there for others. A number story begins in our childhood with ACEs, adverse childhood experiences. My number story begins with the separation from my father and the emotional abandonment from my mother and leads to me being a role model to not only myself, but those around me by becoming the person that wasn't there for me. ACEs are so common, two-thirds of us have one. My number story begins with drug abuse and homelessness and leads to realizing that I can live life by my own standards. A study found the more ACEs, the more likely we may experience a host of serious health effects, physical and mental, but that doesn't need to be the case. Your ACE number is simply an entry point to your own story. Where it leads is up to you. My number story begins with years of emotional abuse and leads to peace, clarity, and security in my self-worth. 
Take control of where your number story leads at numberstory.org. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian and Alaskan Native Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. We are in the home stretch of today's edition of American Indian and Alaska Native Living. Tom and Elaine Waters staying by till the very end. Tom, we were speaking about these marriage retreats that you and Elaine conduct once a year, the weekend in February before Valentine's Day. Have I got that part That's down? right. Yes. If my wife and I showed up, what would uh, what would we find there? Yeah, well, we're we're excited about it because we limit it to twenty couples, so we have that okay. more intimate feel. And yeah, I hope you guys will show up to one of these because okay. we're blessed every time, and we're the presenters, but we get a blessing out of it. Uh-huh. Part of that is that processing time after each of the individual sessions that we have. We have couples process things that, in many cases, we had a couple there forty four years married. They said we've never process these questions in mm. our entire married life this was so exciting and so we get involved in that we ask the questions and then we say you need to process this you need to enter into this dig deep in this in your marriage and usually at the end of the marriage retreat that is one of the highlights this was so impacted in our marriage we've never experienced anything like this processing mm. time very good that's exciting so you guys do it in the venue of Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. I mean, that's the Gatlinburg area, Smoky, Great Smoky Mountains. And do people like the, the environment that you've got there? Very much so. There's, you know, it is February, so the weather isn't the best. It's uh-huh. kind of between winter a little bit. Okay, Still hanging okay. out the winter. So we've had snow and sunshine, but there's uh-huh. lots of things for couples to do. So the, the retreat isn't overscheduled with presentations. There's time for the couples to relax, which mm. most couples in real life don't have that. Mm. There's time for them to go out to dinner on their own. And as tracking back to that couples uh, processing time or communication time, it's 30 minutes. So okay. it's a limited time. You got a one hour and then thirty minute processing. Okay. And that has been very effective. And the couples love to go out and explore. There's things to do and, mm-hmm. and we just say, you know, there's so many places to eat. Don't go where everybody else is going. This is your time by yourselves. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Sounds good. So then uh when will it be up on the website if somebody wanted to register that was listening? Would that be like December? Because my wife does this okay. stuff on the website. The marriage retreat information will be up by the 1st of September, and registration okay. will open in the middle of October. Okay. okay, good. See, that's why I have her say that. That is, that's really good. And as far as our program calendar, we're recording a lot of shows here, but that should coincide uh, probably pretty well with when this show is going to air. So Great. it's August now that we're recording, but... Uh, often our timeline, for those of you that are regular listeners, is about a month for most of our shows. But when we come out to a big event and do a number of interviews, of course, it's going to you know push things back further out. Tell us a little bit more, because a lot of folks who say, well, that'd be wonderful. I can't get away. You know, we're not we're not going to go to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. I mean, we live in Alaska. Um, it's, it's a bit much. <laughs> so uh, you've got this podcast that you mentioned, Unbroken. What is someone going to find if they go there? What what kind of content are they going to be exposed to? Well, I can tell you they'll be exposed to a lot of different real stories because mm. every marriage has a story. Okay. We've got to get you guys on to do a podcast. You've got a story. It's true. We okay? do have a story. Every marriage 
has a story, and the stories are so diverse. It's mm. incredible. Some of them are almost unbelievably painful, mm. but they are unbroken, and mm. they are thriving today in their marriages. That is so exciting. Okay? Well, I don't think you'll get the unbelievably painful from us. If okay. my wife says something different, though, I'm going to be surprised. <laughs> okay, okay, but that's okay. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that, and I would have expected something like that, okay? But people just need to, to be encouraged that other marriages can be... Okay, so you don't have to go through all the drama. You don't have to go through an affair. You don't have to have a gambling. We have all, all kinds of podcasts right, right. I guests can on there. Uh-huh. But just what it looks like to have a stable marriage because, you know, you've still had your bumps in your marriage, okay? For sure. And so people just want to hear and be encouraged that we're not alone in this. Mm-hmm. There are other people that have gone through this. Good deal. So, Good deal. Yeah, maybe somebody that's listening would like to get a hold of us through the office there again, through the website. And they could be a part of this podcast. Tremendous. So let me tell you what I've got down as far as my contact information. I wrote rionline.org. I've got that, correct? And then phone number 928-821-6315. And let me give you one other, if they want to email the office. Okay, okay. okay. Because sometimes people will say, I've got a story. We'd love to share our story. So office at rionline.org. .org. Okay, so if you got the RI Online, and remember, that's for Restoration International Online, rionline.org, just stick that office at in front of it, and they can email. That's the email. Okay, I've got it. Now, one of the things I know I've got to talk about, and I think it's actually the original connection that my wife had with you guys, was through these family retreats. Um, Still doing those. Still doing those. So, <laughs> so tell us a little bit. For those who've never heard of them, what is a family retreat? Where do you do them? Uh, give us some in- input. So it's a time that the family pulls apart mm-hmm. from the busyness of life, and they come together as a family. We have four locations. We do them across North America oh, okay. or the United States. Uh, one in the Northwest, mm-hmm. up in the Washington, Eastern Washington. One in Oklahoma. Okay. We have one in Virginia. And one in Indiana. Hmm. All of the information about dates and things are on the website. But what it looks like is a Wednesday evening. We come together as a family to this event. We start off with the theme of that retreat. This year's theme is going beyond belief. Hmm. What is it like to know things, but to actually live those things out in our lives, right? Mm-hmm. Going beyond belief. And so Wednesday evening through Saturday night. Okay. We have workshops in those retreats. Mm-hmm. We have a fantastic workshop. A what? Fam-tastic. Like family-tastic. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I know that term. That's a new term. That's a new we term coined. that we've coined. Okay, okay. So fantastic. Uh-huh. That's a workshop that we deal with real issues facing mm. all families. Mm. And we give a little bit of information, and the families begin to process right there how are these things in culture, in the pressures of life, affecting our family. And the dads, the moms, sometimes we have single parents there with their kids, all ages, start talking about these topics because those things aren't discussed in families. And we open it up so they can start broaching these important topics there. We also have another workshop in those retreats called Intimate, which is for Mm. couples. Intimate. So into, number two, mate. Intimate. (laughs) Okay, interesting. Now, now I've heard that uh, one of the things that's one of the more popular elements of these retreats 
is that uh, unlike many, quote, family events, you don't separate. You know, say the couples are coming here and the 8- to 10-year-olds are here and the 12 – is that is that exactly. still how it's we run? We stay together. Okay. So for everything. Other than that intimate, intimate uh, breakout workshop uh-huh, – uh-huh. Every, the family's all together. They hear the same things and we, we play together as a family. We okay. eat together as families and then we hear the same presentation as a family and that way we're connected mm-hmm. as a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, if that intimate, the, the couples all go to another location. Okay. During that time, the young people are involved in either their a choir practice, going to ah. do a special number or ah. an ensemble where they're going to okay. play. We're going to do something for the whole congregation. Okay. So kids that don't like music should not show up? Is that well, what I'm reading? Well, then they have the activities for oh, okay. uh, the action. Everybody's included. Planned okay. activities. Nobody's going to be left out. Okay, good. Well, this is reassuring. Yes. So how does someone get information about the family retreats? On the website, rionline.org. Uh, you, you click on events. And actually on our homepage, the upcoming events are already on the homepage. But click on events. It gives the dates, yep. uh, the location. And all the information's there. This sounds too easy. It's good. Okay. And you do these throughout the year? Are there certain seasons where yes. you're doing them in different places Spring, typically? summer, and fall. Yeah, we don't have any in the winter. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Other than the marriage retreat happens in February. And that's, okay. Yeah. There are a number of other resources on that website, too. And I think it's important for all of us as listeners to know that if we can't, you know, make connection with the ministry or Tom and Elaine, there are audio a media section for video mm-hmm. youtube presentations on okay. family and marriage and there's audio section as well resources wow. so there's there's hundreds of hours of stuff people can listen to so all i've got to remember is that your ministry is called restoration international i don't have to spell it i just have to remember the initials ri online.org and, and that'll uh, get me connected in. with everything <laughs> Our time has just about slipped away. Before we say goodbye, I know there's some people that probably need just a little bit more of a nudge to do something that's going to make a difference for their marriage or their family. Either one of you have uh, some kind of parting words that you'd like to leave with our listeners? Well, for me, marriage is the most important relationship on earth. Hmm. I committed to my wife to love her in sickness and in health and rich and poor. I made these vows to her to, to each other and we need to make that a priority that's tremendous elaine final thought there's no better time than the present we have no guarantee of our future mm. and so don't hesitate if we we try to wait and think of a more convenient time those times never come wow so when your heart feels impressed take action tremendous Thank you, Tom and Elaine. Always great to have you with us. And thank you to each one of you who tuned in for today's broadcast. I'm Dr. David DeRose, as always, wishing you the very best of health. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.